Initiating startup sequence. You're listening to the Loud and Queer podcast, Australia's only national radio show by and for queer youth. Sin acknowledges and pays respect to the owners of the land, the House of Sin and Studios Stand On, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the lands our content reaches, as well as the radio stations we broadcast from across the country. Hello everyone, you're listening to Loud and Queer on your Sunday morning on Sin Nation. Uh, I am Sammy, one of the hosts for today. I am 19. Uh, my pronouns are he, him, and my sexual orientation is demisexual, pansexual, and I'm joined by... Amy! <laughs> I'm also 19. Um, pronouns she, they, and I identify as bisexual. Nice. It's a very, very chill Sunday. I'm in laneway recovery mode. It's That's harsh. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have a great show ahead of us. We've got the news as always. We're going to be talking about Midsummer with special guest Marcy, who was a, uh, a previous host. And we're also going to be doing Froth or Not. Um, also, that song you just heard before was Covenant by Hexdet. And a quick reminder before we throw to the next song, uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram at SinLoud for both. Follow us, we do great content. Uh, yeah, so this is Speedy Ortez with Backsliding on Sin Nation. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. My name's Chris, I'm 25, my pronouns are she, her. You just heard Floor by Them Are Us 2, and before that, Backsliding by Speedy Ortiz. We're going to kick it into the news now. Sammy, what do you got for us? Hey, uh, my story is kind of a silly one, but I just found it really funny, so I wanted to uh, share it with the world. I found it on Q News when I was browsing it, and uh, the the title of the article is Witty Canadian Buys Far-Right Group's Web Domain to Get Furry Revenge. Um, (laughs) So basically this kind of started because a furry group and a white nationalist group shared the same name, which is the Wolves of Odin. Um, A Canadian lad that goes by Brady Crumpelt wanted to do something to, like, reverse the negativity he felt the hate group was causing, so he decided to buy uh, wolvesofodin.car, buy the domain as a joke, and pretty much just make fun of the fact that they share the the same name. And uh, to quote from him, it took about 10 minutes to kind of think it up. I thought, well, it's wolves, so that that works fairly well. Uh, I'll take whatever power I can away from them and use it for something else. Uh, Q News claims Grumpelt is willing to forego the website's ownership, provided that the buyer is willing to make a $10,000 donation to the hate-free YEG charity organization. And yeah, that's it. Wow. <laughs> that's really intense. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, I kind of noticed a trend of it because we just put up a recent episode of their podcast kind of talking about uh, people like reverse Reddit trolls that take over hateful subreddits and just like change <laughs> the meaning of them. Um, and so, yeah, I found that that kind of linked to this. I just find it really funny and kind of cool. Yeah, pretty smart. Wow. Oh, <laughs> My new story is um, Jackie Lambie made some transphobic comments on a reality TV show during the week and it was all about how Tasmania is making the law changes on birth certificates on how they're going to remove the option of having gender on them and she said some pretty terrible stuff. I won't repeat them but it was live on TV for everyone to see who was ever watching it which I think was pretty bad. Because you don't know how viewers are going to react to that, if it's going to start a conversation or just open a door for more hurtful comments to be shared around. So yeah, thoughts. It's terrible. <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. It's just yeah. like... Ugh. Yeah, it's um like unfortunately not a surprise. 
that that she would say that she has said some like pretty transphobic and homophobic things in the past um probably not the place for it <laughs> on reality mm-hmm. television yes. um especially if they're like they normally give those kind of opportunities to politicians to somewhat like humanize them which she just has not really done for herself very well by yeah. being awful Definitely um, uh we just want to read out the helplines as well uh, in case you are feeling any kind of way about these stories um the line to q life is 1-800-184-527 and you can chat online at qlife.org.au so i guess this is a bit well kind of a little some good news in a way so during pride last sunday which we'll get to later a bit more um daniel andrews the premier of victoria announced that he will be banning conversion therapy in victoria he denounced it as bigoted quackery good term. So we're actually the first state in Australia to do this, which is kind of concerning, but hopefully the rest of Australia will follow suit. And, you know, the psychological and even the physical impact of these so-called therapies, the effect that they have on LGBTQIA plus people is truly abhorrent. So along with the ban, the Victorian government also announced that they'll be funding counselling and support services for survivors. So little step forward yeah good job everyone involved with that um hopefully the rest of australia follows for sure awesome well that's been the news um stick around because we are going to be talking about midsummer in the next segment we have our former host and current ep of arts mitten marcy in the studio ready to talk as well hello um, hello oh there you go <laughs> uh yeah let's do a song now this is a uh, lizzo by with juice Are you listening to Loud and Queer? You just heard Juice by Lizzo. And don't forget, you can follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at SinLoud. So we'll jump into our segment about Midsummer with our special guest, Marcy. Hello, hello. It's a pleasure being on here again. Um, this time as a guest. So uh, hello, everyone listening. <laughs> Hi. Well, before we get into it, I'll just give a bit of brief information and history about Midsummer. So Midsummer Festival is a celebration of the LGBTI community and it's held in Melbourne, Victoria. It started in the 1980s as a week celebration known as Gay Day, but later became a three-week celebration, which is now known as Midsummer, in 1989. During the three weeks, it highlights queer artists and celebrates the community. A well-known event is the Midsummer Pride March, which first began in 1996 down Fitzroy Street in St Kilda, where it has been ever since. Last week was the 24th Pride March, which was held again in St Kilda, and despite where he was a great turnout. We're going to throw over to some questions for our special guest. Yeah, so as Amy said, it was a really hot day last Sunday. Supposed to reach almost 40, which is what you get in the midsummer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So what was the atmosphere like in the heat at Pride? Oh, my. So for the start, it was a very good thing they had, like, like backups in place, like, like, for instance, there was a lot of water available there where it was like like water, like water bottles or like throughout the march you actually got spray of water every now and then just to keep you hydrated and make sure you don't faint while like marching. <laughs> um, I still felt heat quite a bit. Like by the end, like my back was drenched in sweat. So, mm. but it's overall, it's a good opportunity to represent like the queer community overall and have a lot of fun doing it. Um, but yeah, for anyone who felt like the heat was too much and had to step out of the, of the march and all that, that's okay. It was quite a hot day. Yeah. Hey, um, Sammy here. I also attended the march, so I'm going to 
talk about the heat as well, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think probably all I should say is when we finally put up um, last week's episode on podcast, we have it on, on the iTunes Stitcher, um, you can probably listen to how exhausted I was from being in the heat all morning. So, yeah, that's that. I was, like, so exhausted coming here because I had to come straight here for Art Smitten. Swear Ooh. afterwards, so... Low boy. A little bit of sunstroke, but you made it. Yeah. <laughs> was this your you got you both first time at Pride or the well, midsummer or definitely you been first before? time for me. Yeah, first time for me. Nice. And what was your favorite part of the day? Oh, there's so many things. Um, firstly, the first part of it, right before mar- the march, was really fun because we got to hang out with a bunch of like fun people, like all of that, and like. It was like a lot of whole, like whole lot of, like meeting like new people and having like fun like conversations and stuff and interactions with like old friends this and that and then comes the march and my god the march like it, it, there was so much energy just all around like, with people and just like there were like a lot of people on the sidelines and all cheering for us and all people in the actual march doing a whole bunch of fun stuff there was. There were so many things, like, and then of course, for instance, like, we had, like, parasols and, like, bubbles, and we all, they had a lot of fun with that, and then, like, it was just a lot of fun overall, so probably just that, and being able to just, just have a lot of fun being out in the, in, in, in the city, and, and marching, all that. Nice. Yeah, it was just good to be with the, the friends, the community, and, uh, yeah, just, just feel good for a day. You guys giving me some serious FOMO right now. Bummed I couldn't make it. <laughs> Did either of you attend any of the other festival events? Well, <laughs> whilst being one of the EPs of Artsman, I have seen a bunch of theatre shows for Midsummer. actually. Um, like, for instance, just to name them off the top of my head, um, there is... Uh, it's okay if I say this word. It's, I'll, I'll, it's a swear word in the title of the show. <laughs> okay, firstly, let's give a fuck cabaret. Turn that mic off. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about, like, just having a lot of fun, not giving a damn about what anyone thinks, and then making people who are essentially should give a damn about stuff, uh, certain people in politics, for instance, um, actually give a damn about that kind of stuff, and about things like environment, the environment and climate change and all that, and just having a lot of fun overall. Like, there was a kazoo cover of Britney Spears' Toxic in there, for instance. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Another show I saw actually was The Trial Dorian Gray, actually, which is like an adaptation slash sort of a sequel of the original like portrait of Dorian Gray by Oscar Wilde. And like it had so much like energy and tension, but like so much my god, the act the people were forming in there. Like they performed so well, like and then like just throughout it all and it really felt like a, a like a game, not only just of Cat and Mouse, but also just of philosophical different differing philosophical ideologies of one person um, Michaela being all about morality, like very more or less black and white kind of morality. And that. While Dorian's like, I've lived for so long and like morality is like not really a thing to me. Also, just live the best life and don't live half a life, you know. And that was a really fun show, by the way. Um, even if the start was quite graphic, um, it is an Oscar Wilde play, so there is that to be expected. After that, I actually saw um, Queer uh, queer Lady Magician, actually, um, which mm. is done by the amazing creator Tiara, actually. Like, she's the one mainly doing that show. And, like, she is one of the most wholesome performers I've ever seen. Like, just, just this 
there's like this bubbly, approachable, friendly energy on stage. And like when she's off stage, because I see her afterwards, she looks even more like wholesome and bubbly, as, like just in person. So like a really fun show all about uh, the struggles of anxiety and de- like essentially imposter syndrome and overcoming that through a lot of personal stories and magic tricks and all that kind of stuff. And of course, breaking down the patriarchy because that's always important. So uh, yeah, I think that's the majority of them. I'm Yes. In addition to that though, I have also been involved in a zine making workshop at Part Midsummer. Ooh. Yes. What's that involve? So it's a two-parter. So one of the things was making our own, like, like there's a lot of stalls, a lot of stalls at the Morehouse Theatre, because that's where this was at. And uh, the people there were selling zines, and in particular, like, the zines were queer zines, and the people who made them mostly, like, people of the queer community or allies of the queer community. And so it's really fun to have that right there and there and just to see a lot of people making really good works. That's yeah. really awesome, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like so much creativity. Oh, yes, to the point where the second part of the zine-making workshop is, of course, making your own zines. And as someone who is currently very, very much involved in making like making zines and reading zines and that fun stuff, um, I do a lot of stuff at like uni and all that for zines. So just being able to make your own scenes, it's just... It's just really, really fun overall. That's awesome. Oh, I'm just going to take a breath. (laughs) (laughs) We're sharing a mic, by the way, if it feels strange that I'm just like going silent and then Marcy's going silent. Uh, Anyway, I saw one show outside of um, Pride for Midsummer. Uh, It was called Rainbow Mob Storytelling Hour, subtitle Being Aboriginal and Queer. Uh, It was hosted by Zodiac, who is a very good drag queen and black trans activist. Um, And they were Miss First Nations last year. They were the finalists was very good. I think you can watch it on SBS TV later in the year. It's, it's very good. Um, and the guest panelists was Stone Motherless Cold, who um, is a very good club kid drag queen who kind of uses her voice as a drag queen to do lip syncs and stuff to uplift the black artists in the industry um, and in people of color. And then uh, Obi Bedford, who is just a dope person. And um, yeah, they kind of just talked for an hour about their experiences as being Aboriginal and queer the show suggested just talking about all kind of range of things and yeah it was really interesting awesome glad to hear there was a lot of diversity oh yes and i literally just remembered one other show i saw go for it cake daddy so a lot of these shows actually were done by theater works it's a very lovely theater company and all that and definitely check them out but like cake daddy is essentially all about um like essentially a lot of these things are doing some stuff like being yourself and like being a, like self-expression, all that fun stuff. And in this case, this show is all about um, being okay with one's own body and fat positivity and all of that. And you got to eat cake during the performance. Ooh, sounds yes. like my kind of performance. <laughs> yes, it's a very lovely cabaret and like with a lot of fun songs in there. Like, and it's even got even got like a vinyl as well as part of it, which I do have now. Nice. Yes. Sounds like of, fun. Yes, a lot of good stuff overall. Midsummer. Yeah. Nice. Any more questions? Anything you'd like to reflect on specifically? Overall, it was a lot of fun. And this is actually the first Miss Summer where I've been very involved in it. And, like, I've, I have to say, like, coming out of it, I have seen a lot of good stuff, experienced a lot of good stuff. And overall, I'm just like, I feel like I've come out of here as, like, someone who's, who's, who's seen a lot of stuff. And it's, a lot, it's just cool that it just to see all this good content all this like good stuff this cool creative stuff being done by what all these fabulous people 
And like having the festival itself all about like giving everyone a platform where they can actually do like they can do that and just the expression and the celebration of queer of like queer people in the queer community. It's just really cool overall. Yeah, I guess um one thing that I kind of talked to a lot of people about there that I wanna just bring up before we throw to a song maybe. There there's obviously like an issue with um kind of accepting diversity in the queer community for a lot of people. A lot of people maybe don't think like intersectionally with their their fights against homophobia. Um, and like while a lot of people felt that Pride March was like something that was maybe ignoring those issues, I think it's still good to have one day where everyone just can show up and I guess quote unquote get along for a day. Um, but yeah, just do keep in mind that um, what you see at Pride isn't the constant queer life, I guess. Yes. Mm. There are ups and downs with everything, and that includes that, that, that as well. So do keep in mind that as well. Of course. We are lucky we live in Melbourne where there are lots of opportunities to celebrate. Of course. Yes, most definitely. Awesome. I think it's time to, to play a song after that lovely long-form talk segment. And we're going to throw to Thelma Plum with her new single, I'm Not Angry Anymore. Oh, my gosh, yes. You're listening to Sid Nation. Hello. Thank you for having me on again. You're listening to Loud and Queer. That was Camp Cope with Sagan, Indiana. And then before that was I'm Not Angry Anymore by Thelma Plum. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SinLoud. So let's jump into our, our final segment for today, which is Froth or Not, which is everyone's favourite things or not so favourite things for the week. So did anyone want to share theirs first? Yeah, I might jump in first because when I kind of relate to the songs we just played, because I, I did briefly mention the top of the show, I went to Laneway. And I just wanted to say that my froth is definitely Camp Cope at Laneway, just in general as well. Um, they had amazing, like, sparkly dresses on. They looked so good. They killed it. Um, their songs were amazing. Their set was amazing. And uh, more importantly, Georgia Mack used her platform and the time at the festival to do a really good thing. She was walking around, getting people to sign a petition to end the uh, Aboriginal deaths in custody by abolishing the offence of public drunkenness. Um, and, yeah, I just wanted to... A shout her out, say good job, Cam Cope, or killing it as always. And uh, you can find that petition online if you wanted to sign it as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I love them and how like active they are. In I know they're always very insistent on getting like lots of females in the festival lineups, and very cool. Like them a lot, and they've blown up so much over the past few years. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I always like I've seen them a lot when they were coming up, um, when they came to Darwin and stuff. But, like, seeing them yesterday, I was like, oh, I haven't really seen them in a while because tickets have just been too expensive <laughs> to go yeah. to their one-off shows. <laughs> so, yeah, good on them. Yeah. Love Camp Cope. So, this week, I read some news that I was really excited about. Um, Billy Eichner, the American actor and comedian. Don't know if everyone knows him. But he is writing and starring in a gay rom-com for Universal Studios, which is huge, <laughs> considering, <laughs> like, it's so rare to have queer stories by queer people that are made into big whole budget films and especially anything that's lighthearted. I feel like a rom-com will be really good and I'm a big fan of his so I'm expecting it to be hilarious. Yes, that sounds so good. Like I heard about yeah. that. Like now you mentioned more of it and I'm like, yes, I did hear about that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, that sounds really exciting. Like, Hopefully it does really well. Yeah, I hope so. That is definitely something to look out for right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what about you, Amy? 
I've probably changed my mind so many times on what I really like this week, but definitely was G Flip announcing her tour for Australia for this year, which is her little side shows with Groove in the Moon in May. So I think tickets go on sale tomorrow through her website, which so go check her out because she's awesome nice. as well. Nice, awesome. As for my throb, because it's been when was the last time I was on the show? Actually, it would have been last year. Yeah, but um. I actually went to essentially what's well, essentially a zine f- a festival of sorts. Um, yesterday and today actually, um, called the Festival of the Photocopier. You can actually see some of the zines right there because I got quite a few. I didn't even know this existed until like a couple of weeks ago when someone mentioned it to me, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is actually a thing!" Because I actually meant I, I they it was, this was actually at the at the zine rhyme workshop during midsummer, and it's just. When I went to this, this this fair thing, like there were a bunch of stalls, like and there was just so many people there and it was just like, Oh my gosh, I am in heaven. Like Oh my god. And then like in particular there was like some like there was actually for instance, there were some kids there as well who were making the zines and I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like just even for such a young age just getting into like the zine making kind of realm of sorts. It's just like that is fantastic right there. Um, and then, like, there was something, like, really, really cool in particular. Like, this one right here that Sammy has. Yeah, tell us about this one. So this is called Dog Therapy. And I have skimmed over it. Someone from Artsman earlier got really into it and, like, started reading it, like, during the show. Um, so, like, it's, this is essentially Sam's job is a pain. She has no friends. At the top of it off, her home has been invaded. That is the blurb right there. From there, it's essentially just... It's essentially like a mini manga. Like, from the art style right now, it's very, like, like manga-esque. And it's, like, the, the the dialogue in here is, like, really witty, and the art is just so amazing. So I'm definitely keen to, to read that and the rest of those. And fun fact, I plan to have the majority of the things I've gotten, like, because I run a club of cray writing and stuff, um, and I plan to have a zine library there, um, within the club. So a lot of these zines will be added there, as well as zines I got from the queer zine making workshop during midsummer. That's such a cool idea. One of my best friends actually was selling her zine there this weekend. So Wait, really? Yeah. What was her name? Um, her name's Hannah. She was selling a vegan baking zine. Oh and a picture zine that was like a cat of different a cat that was made out of bread. Oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I wish I could have seen that, but yeah, um, th- that that's my froth there. Yeah, awesome. And uh, I just wanted to say that the uh, the artist of Dog Therapy, or the publisher at least, is at Chris Marks on Instagram if you wanted to check them out. We're also on Instagram if you want to check us out, at Sinloud. Um, and yeah, that's, that's pretty much been the show. We're going to do an outro in a minute, but for now, I want to play for you Electric Fields, Don't You Worry, on Sin Nation. It's all in good time, no need to hurry. So don't you worry, baby. Don't you worry, baby. Don't you worry, baby. You're listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation. We just heard Don't You Worry by Electric Fields. You can follow us on Insta or Twitter at SinLoud. And that's pretty much it for the show tonight. Tonight? Today? This afternoon? (laughs) I don't know what time it is. <laughs> no one does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, just a reminder that if you want to listen back to this episode or any previous episode, we do podcast on Omni, iTunes, and Stitcher. You can just search Sin Loud and Queer. 
probably find it. Yeah, and thanks to Marcy as well again for being on the show today and being a guest host. Oh, well, well, thank you. Um, it's always a pleasure to be here and all that fun stuff. And all the best with, like, this season of Lounge Queer as well and Lounge Queer for the year, of course. Um, thank you. Yay. Thank you. No problem. Thank you, Marcy, for coming on. Thank you, listener, for listening. Thank you, Danny, for producing. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Amy and Chris, for being excellent guest hosts or just regular hosts. My bad. Right back at you, Sammy. <laughs> thank you. Yes, don't forget to thank yourself. Yeah, so you've been listening to Loud and Queer on Sin Nation, and our final show song for today's show is uh, Brooklyn by Angel Hayes. You can tune in to hear Loud and Queer streaming live on Sin Nation at sin.org.au. You can find more of our episodes on Omni, SoundCloud and iTunes. Our podcast music is by accident. You can find more of her music on Bandcamp. You can find us on Facebook in the Sin Nation Loud and Queer Community Cafeteria and find us on Twitter at Sin Loud.